My name is Anthony James, and I love the German Netflix show Dark. I love it so much that I started a YouTube channel to talk about it. From the start, I've been told that the Dark Train won't last forever, and if I want to continue to grow on YouTube, I need to move on. Well, you know what? I don't want to move on. This show is worth more. It's worth more theories, more analysis, deconstruction, and discussion. So if you're not ready to move on either, then you're in the right place, right here on Dark Discussions. Hello, and welcome to Dark Discussions. I'm your host, Origin Anthony James, and here with me is HG Conrad. Hello, I'm from the Origin world. No, wait, you said Origin. I'm from the Prime world, let's say. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing, uh, Conrad, is that you didn't actually realize until right now that I have called myself Origin Anthony James on every single episode of Dark Discussions, except for the one that you were on. I called myself Alt Anthony James, I think, at that point. Because, you know, couldn't give the game away, Conrad. Couldn't give the game away. That's the thing. A little I knew. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, so... Already, guys, we've already got a load of people in here. Nine, I think 19 people in in the first minute is more than we have ever had before. Um, raising the roof. It's pie we're, in we're, we're raising the roof. We're having fun. Uh, <laughs> thanks very much for joining us, guys. Uh, already loads of stuff popping in already. Um, as I've said before, now that we have finished Dark, except for the Conrad's Theory Matrix episode on the After Dark podcast, we are going to be doing... Uh, Dark Discussions is not going away. Um, so don't worry about that. I saw Vic Disco in the comments uh, of the last ep- episode saying, please don't stop Dark Discussions. It's not stopping. Don't you worry. Uh, Conrad's going to try and get on every two or three weeks. Um, yeah. And uh, so there'll be plenty more of him. I'm going to start trying to get other people on as well to chat with Dark with me. I've already had a few people reach out to me and they'll be interested in coming on. So there's going to be good, good loads of stuff coming, going, uh, moving forward. This week, however, we thought it would be a really good opportunity to uh, ask Conrad a load of questions. And I've already got a load preloaded uh, uh, that were load preloaded. See what I did there? Um, you know, ruined the grammar. That's what I did. But uh, <laughs> we've already got a load done. But also, if you guys want to ask us stuff as we're going as well, feel free. Uh, we're thinking this is probably going to go for about 45 minutes. We'll see how we get on. Um, you know how we are with timekeeping. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we, we See you in two hours. There's never been a pod... Like, this is going to make you laugh, guys, but there's never been a podcast we've done where we didn't plan to have it less, be, less than an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like we said, every... Without... It's it's almost... To be honest, it, it's it's almost amazing how reliably we go over time. Yeah, it's it's actually it's actually I, I can't even I can't even begin to imagine why it is. Well, it's just because we're such good friends, I think. But yeah. uh, this can't stop talking. But uh, so Conrad has now seen. For anyone who hasn't seen the latest episode of After Dark yet, Conrad has now seen the whole show. Uh, I know everything. He knows he knows everything about the show. I know it all. He knows it all. So, but before we get into it, there's a few things that I wanted to mention, guys. Uh, first thing was I want to give a big thanks to everyone who's who's uh, been coming into the comments and contributing to this community for the last four or five months, six months. You guys are making this what it is. And uh, I'm really, really happy that uh, I'm really, really happy that, 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 you know, we've got such a community growing here. Dark is still going to stay on the channel. And there's so many of you that are talking about coming with us on the next journey with DOA as well. So we couldn't be happier. Um, I will say there's been a few people in the last few episodes I've done ever since my last dark discussions episode, where I was talking about the things you couldn't convince me are wrong. Uh, about all the time loops and all that sort of thing. I want to give a big thanks to anyone who's, contrib- who's contributed to discussions within the comments on that. I know that it can come across in, in text form, that it's very argumentative and no one's listening to each other. But I think it's stayed very, very amicable and uh, I've enjoyed those discussions. It's it's like, I think in real life, those discussions would have been like, you know, over in two seconds. It was like, oh yeah, we agree on that. We agree on that. Agree to disagree there. But whenever you're like writing and referencing and stuff, it, it can get carried away. So um, it's been really good fun. And I do I do intend to cover all that timeliney stuff in a future dark discussions because you've got me thinking I might mention one or two of the things that I'm thinking about now. It's like that they say, Conrad, uh, you know the saying, you don't change someone's mind in the middle of a discussion. They, you know, you only plant a seed for later. I've never heard that, but that sounds right to yeah, me. Yeah, so there's only like, there's one or two seeds that maybe have been planted in me for further discussion or further further analysis, which I will be getting into. So that's that. Another thing that I wanted to pick up on um, before we start looking at all these comments that have come in um, is the fact that... Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the the fact. <laughs> geez, it's gone off the rails already. The yeah. the, the fact that uh, there's a few people commented, and this again, all due respect, and you know, I, I love that you're commenting, and I and I do agree with you to a certain extent. Um, that in the last episode of After Dark podcast, there, I was maybe a little bit 
gong ho in terms of giving my own analysis before <laughs> before giving Conrad a chance to like sort of talk about the timelines and Claudia and all that sort of thing. Um, I did like I did it knowing a certain thing. Conrad, do you want to sort of back me up here? Well, I mean, let's be honest, people. Like, I I couldn't have made my position clearer throughout this show. If 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 Anthony doesn't do that analysis, it simply won't get done because anytime <laughs> anyone starts talking about science or timeline, I timelines, I kind of like squint I'm like, yeah, that seems right, and then <laughs> and then just move on from it because I don't have the mind for it. So, uh, Anthony did the right thing. He made the executive decision to say, yep. I'm going to talk about this because otherwise we're not going to discuss it at all. And then people are going to be mad. Yeah. And to be honest with you, um, maybe I should have like asked you and then you would have said, I don't know, let's move on. And yeah, by, yeah don't by, ask me these stupid questions. By not, by not doing that though, Conrad, I've actually sort of saved you from looking like a fool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You took a bullet for me there really is what's happened. Cause I get to sit back and pretend like I understand the timelines of dark and what a cycle is when in mm. reality, I haven't got a fucking clue. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, Conrad, and also like, I don't want to. I don't want to throw Connor around on the bus because he's literally just finished watching Dark, and and like you know we've got a great community going here, and I want you to respect Conrad. But Conrad isn't wired the same way as many of you guys and me are. Uh, and I, <laughs> the way I, what I mean by that is, like you know, if Conrad, if we didn't have dark discussions on the channel, if we weren't doing uh, a YouTube channel, Conrad probably wouldn't think about Dark for the next six months, and then he then he may be like, uh, maybe I'll give it another watch. But he's yeah. not. He's not going to go and uh, you know get up in the middle of the night like I did, literally in the middle of the night <laughs> last night, and start jotting down a bit of paper, something to do with timelines. Like he's not yeah. going to do that. Uh, that's 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 my that's why I started this channel, and then it's turned into something. It, it's turned into what it is because of Conrad. But that's not what you get with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, you're the you're the stake, and I'm the sizzle in this relationship. <laughs> I think like you're you're the gra one who's grafting away doing the doing the hard work like tracking the timelines making sure everything makes sense and doing like the interesting stuff and i just pop in at the end and, and i'm like regina's having a sword fight and then and then disappear <laughs> for another two years yeah so i'm, 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 trying, I'm, I'm trying my hardest but the funny thing is about that though is a lot of the stuff that i've said i know i've made mistakes over this whole journey um and i've as i've said before people have pointed out the way that i'm wrong in the comments has has made me learn in the past um and it makes me reflect and makes me change and all that sort of thing. Um, but if it wasn't for me doing this dark discussions, my understanding would be Conrad's understanding because he's not thinking about it himself. So, um, so guys, you should be happy that he's staying around for dark discussions every now and then. And as my ideas grow and get further to the truth of the show, his will too. Uh, I, mean, I, I think I'll, I'll, I will interject for a second here and say there's 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 this nasty rumor about me that's going around that I'm intelligent and I don't know where this has come from <laughs> because all it takes to get me is a long single take and someone playing a jam from the eighties and I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board with you. Yeah. So maybe maybe Conrad was able to predict all those things correctly because the rest of us were worried about timelines. You know. Oh yeah, my brain was just switched off. I was <laughs> like I was operating on a far lower level than most of the people. <laughs> Uh, who are subscribed to this channel. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, right, guys. So, um, last thing we need to say before we start all these... Um, st start all these uh, questions is... I said uh, a few weeks ago that we we're looking at the potential of a t-shirt uh, for anyone. Now, we're, the way that we've chosen to do this, we're going to get like nothing from this. I can't even remember how small the margin is. Um, but in order to try and get it to you, just in case you wanted a memento... Um, we do have something. So I want to sh reveal the artwork uh, for that. My wife has been beavering away. Um, mm -hmm. So <laughs> excuse the low the low production quality here, but I'm literally just going to show it to you in the uh, program GIMP, and then I'll show you the shop as well because uh, it's the best way to show you the quality of it. Um, so let me see here. Uh, where is it? It's a professional production. It's very pro professional production. So here we go. Here's the beginning of the artwork, uh, and I'm going to zoom out for you. So that is the artwork that has been done by my loving wife. Um, so that's it. And then if I want to take you to the um, the store, here's the store. So the thing I wanted to, there's a link to this in the description, by the way, I should say as well, if, if, if you so desire. If you don't, fair enough. Um, if you go to the uh, shop uh, and you click on shop all products, that'll take you to like the cheap t-shirts and stuff you can get. Like you can get a t-shirt for 15 pound it's it's it, 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 there is if you want a hoodie and stuff obviously it's more expensive but we've got all these clothing options for you um 
so yeah, and if you for some reason if you say to us, oh, I'd really love a phone cover with it on, well, let me know. I can I can click the button to let you do that. But at the minute, I've just got it as this uh, t-shirts and things like that. Um, so that is the artwork. It's just like Conrad and I heading into the cave. Uh, I think it's really really cool. Um, and just yeah, off thank- on our journey. Off on our journey. Yeah, thanks very much to my wife for doing that for us. Mm. Um, so yeah, there we go. So Conrad, are we ready? I believe we are. Yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Awesome. All right. Let me see. So let's, there's a load. I've got a load of pre-prepared questions that were left on videos for us, but I am going to let's do it. I just got what you did. Um, yeah. So there's no segue just here. See, I'm, an, I'm, I'm a natural entertainer. I, you know, I just slip into these catchphrases. Exactly. But there's no like, unfortunately, there's no, um, <laughs> yeah. th- there's no like little, you know, everyone in the comments just pretend there was like an interstitial video sequence <laughs> there where we played, uh, where we played, um, the, I actually can't remember what we play in between the opening and that. Uh, let's break it down. Oh, that's the break it down bit. The yeah, Lucio. Break, Lucio from Overwatch, yeah. Uh, we've got 45 people in here, which is, I think is a record for this early in the stream. So it's popping guys, off. Pop a like on that. It does really help. Like Maybe putting the like on that will make a couple more people jump in. They'll think, geez, it's going off in there. Let's get in. Yeah, yeah party's, party's going. <laughs> party's going, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right, let's see some of these... Um, let me see. Donnie starts first of all. It says, Anthony, was there anything you picked up on or had clarified on a rewatch that you were unsure about? Was there anything that you didn't like as much as you did binging it? Quite, oh, good question. I don't think there was anything I didn't like as much. Um, there was definitely a lot that I picked up on. Um, a lot of the 80s references and things, I think, um, really, they were so, like obviously the main ones I got, but uh, all, the, all, the, um, all the little details. There was a lot, actually, in terms of coming to terms with... Uh, the way that time travel works in the show. Now, obviously, I'm not fully there, and I think they left it a little bit ambiguous in certain regards as well, but that was also a good place to iron it out. Um, yeah, and then, like, I'm sure there's a load of stuff, but I can't remember it all off the top of my head now. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure there was a load of stuff, and I probably pretended that it, I didn't just realize it because I wanted to sound smart, but... <laughs> yeah, just internalize all of that logic and act like you've always known it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, so... Um, let me see, let me see, let me see... More questions. Uh, well, this isn't really a question for you, but it says uh, only forty-five minutes. I was hoping for four or five hours. <laughs> well, you know, as we the say, the night is young. The night is young, as we say. Uh, okay, let me see. Um, let me see. Okay, I'm going to go to a question while you're answering this, and I'll look for something in the live chat. I'm going to go to a question that right. was asked by the top new pro on the video last week, and it is: uh, What do you think is the one bad thing about Dark? Uh, don't give me a subjective answer. Actually, that's interesting. The top new pro said that they want something that you think something that uh, Dark didn't do well. Um, that's hard. I don't. I. I know this is going to sound like a kind of a wishy washy answer, but I really don't think there is anything that that Dark didn't do well. At least not consistently. It's kind of. It, it reminds me of. Um, on our on our uh, top ten movies ever uh, podcast, I, mm. I talked about like Alien being a perfect movie and how it doesn't have bad scenes; it just has bad shots that have aged a bit poorly. And Dark kind of sits in that kind of category for me as mm-hmm. well, where there are little things like you know I, I'm going to go back to it. You know where this is going? The basement again. <laughs> <laughs> where I'm like, come on, you cheated there, guys. Own up. Hold your hands up. <laughs> but like that stuff happens so infrequently that I'm like. I, you know, it's not it's not really a, a criticism of the show because they they've not done it so many times that they've earned the right to do it once or twice. Um, apart from that, there's really not anything. I, I can't really mm-hmm. criticize it for anything. I, I guess the only thing I could do is give you a subjective answer. Like I would have liked them to have made the musical seg- segments where they like use licensed music longer because the songs were really good. But that's purely it's not a criticism. It's just like I like. Uh, you spin me right around, so yeah. play that song more, please. Fair enough. Uh, what about Bartos's beard? Oh, that was a fucking <laughs> shocker, actually. Like Bartos's beard, whoever whoever like glued those pubes to that actor's face did a shocking job. Sorry, we're getting blue already, right? I finished dark. <laughs> yeah, you find the you're gonna get the real Conrad now. Yeah, I'm I'm getting punchy now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. Um, DJ KL says. Uh, it'll be nice if you com- if you comment on the comment that uh, on the irony of Tanhouse's family. Uh, oh yes, okay. So I'm not sure. I do have a few of your comments here. DJKL uh, prepped, ready to go. I'm not sure if I have 
the exact one you're talking about, but I can posit that to Conrad on your behalf though. So basically Conrad, I'm sorry to the people, I don't know how to do this without, you know, cause I've literally done a whole like 20 minute theory video on this, but what do you make for, of the idea that uh, I, told, I said to Conrad before we start, listen, we'll not go too deep into the timelining stuff. Because uh, yeah. here we go. Bloody I don't, <laughs> second yeah. question. I don't, I don't want Conrad to just have, you know <laughs> not care anymore about dark. You know, no, go on. But anyways, uh, I, I, I like. I trust. I have enough. Like I, I like this show enough that you couldn't possibly drive me away from it at this point. So we're safe. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. So what about? Um, so DGKL is pointing out the irony that. In fact, at the end of the show, and this may be something you t- you thought about yourself a little bit, but the irony that at the end of the show, Tannhaus's family actually was saved by him creating uh, the machine to try and save them. Yeah, I mean, it's I guess that is that I mean that is the kind of stuff I do engage with, but it's more that's almost not. I, I, this is going to sound dumb to say this, but that's almost not to do with the time travel. That's to do with like the theme of destiny and. You, you that that idea of destiny and fate is wrapped up in the sort of deterministic model of time travel that the show uses to 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 get into its science fiction time travel stuff. Yeah, but but there is like a broader theme there about our, not being able to control our futures, um, and and that is part of it. That you know everything that happened, all the pain and suffering that was caused by Tannhaus splitting time, ultimately was in service of the end goal that he was trying to achieve, albeit not the way he wanted to achieve it so i I think that that kind of works with with that theme um and you know it is a it's a i'm not going to say it's a delightful irony because some characters didn't exist as a result of it but um Mm -hmm. but it's definitely it's a really smart use of irony um at the end of the at the end of the show oh yeah it's a great use of irony see your brain went that way whereas my brain went the way of you know Again, like I'm not just going to subscribe to any theory, you know. I just like throwing theories out there. But my uh, my my idea, like my big theory video after it came out that got a fair bit of views, was uh, the idea that when he clicked the button, like time was, <clears throat> time was like destroyed or whatever, and then it reorganized in the okay. in, in the most efficient or even not efficient, just in a way to make what he wanted happen. Um, so there's been a load of people telling me that I'm wrong about that in general ways, but I think I think it's, it's the same idea as you're saying. Like the, uh, <laughs> yeah. but I'm just you're saying to... like time is like the T1000 and mm-hmm. it can repair itself. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. T- time reorganized to make what he wanted happen. Again, not subscribing to that 100%, but I just think it's an interesting idea that uh, that because we know like we've sort of talked about it in in the episode 33 there uh, that that like sort of we concluded that due to seeing the little children in the in the in the in the tunnel at the end that it's it looks like it was all destined to, to happen that way so my mind went well it was always destined to happen that way it means sort of time wrote it to be that way so yeah. so when he clicked the button it was like wrote to be that way you know it's just really interesting yeah no i i think that's i mean i think it definitely that that's probably the the way they intended it and i'm just kind of extrapolating it out to this this sort of broader and more nebulous idea of like fate and destiny which i don't know how much they how much they actually care about to be honest yeah yeah exactly don't don't say that i'm right too much though because uh i'm throwing mental harebrain things out here if you say that i'm right i'm gonna get told i'm wrong a hundred times so yeah but again though like i'm not gonna have these ideas on my own so i just need to latch onto yours and and act like we we came to these conclusions together oh yeah exactly no 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 okay i'll buy into that um guys pretend that didn't happen that little bit there all right so uh let me see any live comments here for you let me see let me see let me see uh, Christopher says, "Hi guys, just dropped to praise your work. Keep up the good uh, work on the channel." Christopher is one of the people I was talking about in the comments. who has a load of great ideas about the show. Uh, thanks for the comment. Um, also, I think Christopher has also, if I'm not mistaken, Christopher is is, is the fellow who had has done a podcast all about Dark in Spanish. So um, nice. yeah, so I've talked about that before. I'll try and root out the link to that as well. If you if you're a Spanish speaker and you'd like to listen to his podcast, I'll try after this fact to get it in the description okay guys um all right so uh let's see another question here before i go for a search in the live comments again um for conrad are you happy with the ending that's from djkl productions yeah i think so like that was about as happy an ending as one could have like realistically expected from this show i think uh anything happier than that would have felt 
slightly tonally at odds with the rest of the show but i i think it was i i, I think they absolutely nailed literally everything they tried mm-hmm. to do in that ending it was it was a phenomenal ending to the to a tv show yeah i i, I would agree with you like uh it's, it's funny like you know you mentioned on in episode 33 um that that it was actually like interstellar and let me tell you conrad at the very beginning of the podcast whenever i was talking to you um i'm not going to go into a whole thing about interstellar here we'll save that for other podcasts we can we can argue that over there but yeah um but but the reason why i had a little inkling in my mind that there was like a one percent chance that you you weren't going to buy into the ending was because of the interstellar connection um i obviously in interstellar they 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 would they were they were being very very sort of schlocky as you like to say but it was it was almost too much you know i mean yeah i don't i don't the thing i'll tell you exactly the thing that that interstellar does that i don't like compared to what this does is someone literally says love is the thing that bounds the universe together and it's like fuck off matthew mcconaughey like that's (laughs) you've ruined what could have been a very cool moment by actually saying that if if he just didn't Um, say it yeah yeah whereas like when it's this unspoken connection between Jonas and Marta it's much more powerful um and and it speaks to I mean it's Christopher Nolan's biggest flaw is that you know as a writer he he has he writes really obvious stuff um that doesn't need to be said Mm -hmm. and I think that's what Dark does brilliantly is it leaves a lot of things unsaid because they're very strongly implied if you're paying attention or to be honest you don't even need to be paying that much attention to come to the conclusion that there's this kind of intangible bonds between Jonas and Marta um and and I think that's what made that ending so good is that they allowed that bond to speak for itself um while mm-hmm. while um kind of solidifying it with what they were showing you on screen yeah okay I would agree with you I'm, ha- I'm happy that you like it but I also think that maybe you know I- I'm happy that it may- but by you liking uh the dark ending it means that we can really boil down why you didn't like it to Stella to a really specific <laughs> reason you know what I mean yeah because um, yeah. I remember we went to see Interstellar together, um, and after we got out of it, you know, we both we both enjoyed it. You know, I think. Oh yeah, I mean, I still like Interstellar. Like, yeah. That Interstellar is is like we're getting off topic here, but like Interstellar. I was it's funny enough actually. I don't know why I was thinking about this the other day, and I was thinking there's a couple of set pieces in Interstellar that I really like. So the water planet is amazing, and the bit where they go into the black hole or around the the the, the, the black hole is amazing. I hate all the Matt Damon stuff. Spoilers for Interstellar. I like, but he's in that. I hate all of that bullshit. It's awful, um, and I don't particularly like the ending. But generally speaking, it's still a good movie. Like I, I still enjoyed it. It's just it has a couple of bits in it that I really dislike. Fair enough. Um, there's been a few people in, in the live comments who are putting in big, bold letters, question, and then a colon, and then asking their question. That's really helpful. Thanks very much. <laughs> Thanks very much for doing that. This is the most... established a queue. Like I think, I think our record uh, on a dark discussions live stream before was uh, 50, and we're on 59 right now. So oh, get 10 more, and then we have the sex number. Oh, we're on 58, so we need 11 more now. Ah, uh, sorry, I got one. Of, I got one of the listeners to leave with my the horrible joke. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, Conrad, as well, making sort of jokes like that. You know, I spend most of my day at my job telling children not to make those jokes. <laughs> now, yeah, but... now I'm having to listen to a child on the internet do it as well. <laughs> anyway, so Anna Wolf says, um, "Did you find any plot holes in Dark?" Good, good question. Um, to be honest, I don't really tend to look for plot holes uh, that much. So I didn't, I didn't, there weren't any glaring ones. Um, if there were any, apart from, I guess, Rick Astley being played on the radio uh, several months before it was actually released. That's obviously an, an enormous plot hole. And, um, I, and the fact that they barely mentioned uh, what happens to the the sort of the conclusion of the Yasin Alexander storyline? Yeah, uh, in the final few episodes, seems to me maybe not a plot hole, but a glaring omission. Yeah, unsatisfying. That that yeah. would be. Yeah, they, uh, they really flopped that one. Yeah, um, I will say uh, that. What was I going to say? I can't remember. Let's move on. So, Acelia <laughs> says it was something to do with plot holes. I can't. I can't remember. Um, Acelia says a question. Don't you find Eva's world as the better of the two? People die quickly instead of suffering all their lives. <laughs> I mean, you're kind of splitting hairs there, really. It's like neither of those 
neither of those because the apocalypse can... happens earlier i suppose is what they're yeah. driving at here yeah yeah it's, it's you know it's better it's like ripping off a band-aid like you take it off quick get it done in 20 2019 don't don't prolong things for another year um i don't know which one i'd rather live in i think i'd still rather live in the prime world less um, fog less fog about yeah there's less fo- <laughs> there's less fog and i i don't like eric lux as much i don't really have any way of quantifying or or explaining that mm-hmm. i just like sick because i think sick seem a bit more bumbling they're slightly more lovable in their kind of schemes uh to destroy the world whereas eric lux seem to kind of have all their ducks in a row and they're all working together which is quite menacing and i don't like them for it yeah um fair enough uh okay so dj kl has a question uh, there's a few questions up here I've, I've jumped past but i'll go back to them this one's for me it's gonna be very quick uh do you think dark and babylon berlin have something in common that seems german to you um uh, <laughs> except the language um i was gonna say my first thing that popped into my head was they both uh they, they both are set in times where uh just before or just after nazis and you don't see them but I've got to a certain point in Babylon Berlin, uh, and that was the case. Conrad, you've gone out of focus there for some reason. I know. I blew my nose, and I've gone out of focus. Hold on. Oh, there yeah. Oh, geez, my was... webcam started playing up. Did you see that? Did you see that professional little lean back and lean forward? Jeez, look at how much you've learned. Um, but I'm Babylon I'm Berlin... I'm, in, a, I'm in showbiz now. In terms of being uh, you know, things that, that tie them together in the German way... Uh, except for the language, the names. Uh, I think I, I like. I to be honest with you, I'd have to. I haven't actually sat and thought about that. I like the idea that you know, the diff, the big difference is that the Vinden is a small town and Babylon Berlin is taking place in Berlin and it's a big city lifestyle. But they both actually take time to go out into the countryside and sort of slow down in like the forest and the woods and then also having like uh the, like the lakeside in Babylon Berlin that's and that's something I got maybe it seems like German people like the outdoors uh you know and, and someone from Ireland I can understand that like I, I, in Ireland you wouldn't really see a tv show in Ireland where they wouldn't just go out into the countryside every now and then so it seems like that's why they're similar uh, if you have any ideas let me know uh what, as well but um that's all I can think of right Shelley says Question: I wonder what Conrad's emotional state is now that he is done watching Dark. What's your emotional state, Conrad? Um, I, I feel like there's a there's a great void in my life now. Uh, I, I and and that is kind of that's said flippantly, but to be honest, like watching that show, ever like the the routine of watching it was really nice. Like watching it like once on Monday and then again on Tuesday normally, and then making notes on it. That part was really fun, and like knowing having something to look forward to, where you know it's going to be of a certain quality. Yeah is is definitely worth something particularly in like when you're in lockdown and 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 you know or otherwise unable to engage with the outside world and i i've been trying to fill that void with what i've been watching recently i watched uh, the queen's gambit i watched a couple of episodes of that new wandavision started watching the mandalorian and those are all good shows but it is i am kind of scrambling for a tv show of uh to match the quality of dark uh which I'm not going to say they haven't they haven't matched it because I think WandaVision seems pretty cool and Mandalorian seems awesome as well, but they're not the same kind of show. No, no. Uh, so there there is definitely a, a dark shaped hole in my life now. Yes, uh, as there is all of us. Um, mm. And I've talked before in a few weeks ago that I'm worried about uh, the future of other TV shows, how we'll perceive them because we love dark so much. <laughs> we'll just compare all of them to dark. Yeah, exactly. But we'll, you know, we'll get through it. But uh, all right. So there was a few questions there. One was from Venla, but I can't find her again. Let me see. Do-do-do-do. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just need to... There we go. I just watched an interview with uh, Yoncha and Bo, and Bo said that his dad worked at a nuclear power plant. I think I've, I've watched that interview. It's good. And that's why he included the theme that theme in dark. So is Bo the Helga in his own life? I think he rose higher than Helga did, to be honest, if we're being fair to him. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> he, he went a bit further than Helga. Also, um, I can't see an ear scar on Bo, but uh, also he seems like a clever fellow, whereas Helga, um, not so sure. Maybe maybe Helga, we, we don't know what, what um, alt Helga got up to after... Um, after he uh, killed Ulrich, so maybe maybe Prime Helga would have become a published author and yeah. and like movie uh, or t- TV series creator had he lived. Maybe who knows? Uh, right, Joey DeGranis says I'm a huge fan of the show and understand that uh, the plot ought to revolve around Winden and our cast of characters. Yet wondering why none of the characters tried to change events outside of Winden. Um, I, I I don't know what they would try and change. 
because none of them are really worried about the well the, I, th- I i think they're 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 worried about the micro because if they deal with the micro the macro will deal with itself yeah uh, i i think that's that's kind of what that that's the i guess the personal reason why that why people aren't going outside of vinden the practical reason is that the show has a has a budget and they can't like be like we're off to russia yeah. um <laughs> to see what what what's up there but i mean it would have been i i would love them i, I don't know whether i don't want to uh, this would be a case of like careful what you wish for but it would be really cool to see them do another i don't know how they do it maybe like a limited series of like three episodes or something just showing what the world was like outside of vinden showing you know a different perspective that could be potentially really cool to see yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, okay, so quick question from Donny. Donny starts says, "What's in Anthony's mug?" Wrong answers. Welcome. What Actually, did I say? Should I, I'm not, I, I can't come up with anything witty off the top of my head. You know, gypsy tears. I've been watching Borat recently, but uh, no, uh, it's actually just black coffee, and it's 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 always ten at ten p.m. where we are. So I probably shouldn't be mm-hmm. drinking caffeinated, but I but I always sort of have a wee caffeinated coffee before we go. Uh, and yeah, it gives you it gives you that zip. Yeah, give me that wee, wee bit of zip, you know. Um, all right. Oh, before I say, if anyone's wondering, uh, last week I talked about I wanted. To, I, I, for some reason, I mentioned I got a treadmill. I didn't get a treadmill. I got a. I got, a, I got a, an exercise bike. I don't know why I said treadmill. I, I, I've, Same thing. I, I mean, yeah, whatever. But uh, <laughs> I and I was asking for show show uh, shows to watch while doing it. I actually chose to watch Biohackers, which is German, so I'm reading the subtitles, which focuses me. I'm really enjoying it and I've done 7 days now so that that's that's really cool. I need to keep going. That that show the name of that show makes it sound like one of those terrible uh, sci-fi uh, like low budget CGI fests made in the late 2000s. It it, it seems like it's going to be a yeah. dreadful movie. Yeah, like it's it seems like it's going to be like, you know, they all turned into superheroes because they've hacked their bi- biology. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Biohackers. No, it's, it's, it's like a, a licensed free version of the X-Men. No, it's it's more um and it's actually interesting because I'm watching Babylon Berlin with my wife at the minute <clears> and and I'm also watching Biohackers myself. Um and the like you know they show Berlin in two different uh two different time times, you know, Bill, uh, Biohackers is modern day. But but it's actually sort of it's really mysterious and it's sort of like a undercover coverty crimey type show. Um, okay. And she's like a university student who and they're looking into sort of uh, CRISPR and gene editing and stuff. You know, like that sort of thing. It's not really they're not turning into superheroes. Maybe that's where it'll go. But at the minute, that's not what's happened. But it's it's really interesting. Uh, okay. Okay. So question from Soda Stereo Berlin. Conrad, would you sometimes maybe have preferred binging Dark instead of watching it with eagle eyes? So perhaps some twists would have uh, and surprises would have you been more shocked by them? Yeah, I mean, I think I enjoyed watching it the way I did. I think I certainly would have predicted a lot less had I just been binging it. Mm-hmm. And in some ways that would have been more satisfying because I it would have... I actually, I, t- I sometimes wonder this with modern TV shows: whether creators plan for people to binge them, or whether they they create them in in the hope that people will only watch one episode every few days. But um, my assumption is that they kind of plan for people to watch at least a few in a batch. So that's probably like watching them that way is maybe how they how they intended the show to be consumed, and maybe it would have been yeah. more satisfying. But to be honest, I've got no regrets about the way I saw it. Like it, it allowed me to, you know theorize and and reflect mm-hmm. uh in between in between viewings yeah you can you imagine if you binge it and we, were, <coughs> and we were doing a podcast on it and you had to like remember six months ago when you watched the last oh, episode oh god yeah well that wouldn't be fun but uh yeah <laughs> yeah that that would have that it would have, we would have definitely seen a dip in quality yeah as no, we got towards the end like uh what happened at the end yeah exactly lucy says biohackers is in freiburg not in berlin sorry sorry oh, I, get it right my apologies. My apologies. I, I, I sometimes, I, even though I like to get corrected, I, I, I sometimes don't find it difficult the idea of saying someone corrected me on here because apologizing. If, That's uh, true. No, no, no. The reason why no, the reason why I'm saying this is because if Lucy's wrong, because I didn't fact check that, I'm just assuming that she's right. If she's wrong, then she's going to get the ire of the comments. You know what I mean? Whereas I, 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 I don't mind taking it myself. I just don't want to inflict that on someone else. So maybe oh, I, should... I see. You'd rather take the heat yourself. Oh, that's the type of man I am. But uh, right, let's move on. Uh, question from Ulurai, uh, and they say, uh, "How would you have liked it if Hannah had said in the last shot that she thinks Gary is a great name?" 
I mean, Gary is a great name. Um, I think that would have been yeah. a much darker ending, to be honest, if she <laughs> if she had been like. I think Gary's a lovely name. Yeah, Gary's. I think Gary's a great name, and then there's like a really uh, the, there's the droning um, dong dong of a yeah. light to it <laughs> during the show, and it does the circle wipe down on Hannah's face, and she just winks, and then yeah. it cuts the credits. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would. That's live, how I would have ended. I would the show. live They're for really that. Fucked up by not doing that. I think I mentioned before, didn't I, when we first mentioned the Gary name, that one time I was at like a christening or something of my of my niece, and like there was like a one and a half year old getting christened, and the, the baby's name was Gary. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. No baby is like Gary. Everyone called Gary is in their fifties. That's just how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay. So Vic Disco question. Uh, we got to get a Vic Disco question in. Vic, yeah. Vic, Vic's up so early in the morning over in South. Korea. I know. Absolutely ridiculous. Well done, Vic. I know. Okay. So question for both of you. Do you think that some of the actors like Lisa Vicari, Lisa Ho- Lewis Hoffman will be doing some Hollywood movies in the future. Ah, I love that question. I don't know. I'd love them to, but I I I'm reluctant to say I I think it will happen because Hollywood has a nasty habit of just kind of chewing up actors and and spitting them out, particularly when they're not from America. Uh, but there's definitely enough talent in the cast. I think you know Lisa Vicari and Lewis Hoffman, as you said could definitely do it mm-hmm. i'd love to see mark vashke and more stuff he, he he's fantastic in this um andres phman as well is really good that to be honest there's loads of great people um great actors and actresses in this show so they could do yeah i think I Lu- d- lewis hoffman was in red sparrow which is that uh, J- uh jennifer lawrence one uh, which oh, okay plays, like, yeah russian whatever but I- i've never seen it but i just know from what looking at his imdb and stuff and it- he played the a bank manager and i'm just thinking to myself if I walked into a bank and the manager looked like it looked like you know seventeen years old or something, I'd be like, nope, I've got to go to a different bank, you know. Well, it's like in like in um, Gremlins, like the the guy the the main character in Gremlins is like a bank manager or something, and he's clearly like nineteen. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm trying to remember the name, but oh, da- Daniel Bruhl, there it is. Like I was looking up the guy from Inglorious Bastards because I think that's really he's actually I didn't realize this. He's actually Spanish. That's shocking. He's Spanish and played played a German in that movie. Oh really? But I think someone from this show, if they were going to make it into Hollywood, they would it would probably have to be through that route where they're cast by a director who has an eye for yeah casting non-american actors and something and then they're they're kind of brought into hollywood that way but i mean it could happen like christoph, tarantino, Walt- christoph waltz yeah and christoph waltz is a great example as well um so yeah tarantino cast lewis hoffman in your next movie please Jeez, that would be great i would love that and, yeah. and, but no knowing quentin tarantino he, he like quentin tarantino make himself like a double act with lewis hoffman oh, yeah you know they'll just appear and, he'll, and then he'll because he already butchered the australian accent so he germans it was, uh, next... we've had this discussion before i think it's i'm pretty sure it's south african he's supposed to be in that in that movie no i i, I know it's australian because i've re- I, I read the script of uh django unchained like uh a year before it came out and they were and they're both australian from the, like the dicky mining company or something like it's it's, it's okay yeah it definitely sounds south african it's i mean it sounds yeah. like bad south african no no he's terrible it's, it's absolutely terrible like let's, let's, let's be honest uh okay so iggy says trivial question don't judge nice. your question iggy we'll judge it for you only three total umbrellas in the prime world <laughs> jacket hoods uh, are used only to hide identities. Why do Vinden residents prefer being thoroughly soaked at all times? It's just dramatic, really, isn't it? That's the simple answer. It's like it's better if you're if you're trying to impress a girl that you like. It's better yeah. to turn up with your. I mean, and Jonas is as guilty of this as anyone. The number of times he spoke to Marta with his hair like soaking wet while wearing a jacket with a hood is outrageously high like he could have just put the hood up but he didn't because he knows that it will give him that kind of romantic comedy uh final act appearance and make mm-hmm. Marta more likely to fall in love with him yep yep i think i'd agree with you right okay so question from djkl oh actually i wanted to add to the um the, just the acting moving to hollywood thing it seems like germany's actually got a bustling and uh, sort of really growing film industry at the minute so Maybe they don't want to. Maybe they want to like. It's kind of like oh, I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of like in a sport, you know, where you've got like a really underdog team who's just like really getting good, and yeah. then and then the, like there's the main the, the main guy who's like the best on the team. He could either abandon them and go to like the best team and just be you know a big big fish in a big pond, or he can stay yeah. and and actually make the team grow. Jamie Vardy comes to comes to mind actually. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, like Germany is is a country with a rich tradition in making amazing films, uh, so. 
I, well, I, I, I'm sure television as well. I'm not that for, like before this. I don't think I'd seen any German TV shows really, but uh, but I'd love to see. I'd love to see these guys stick around and and make good European movies. To be honest, because I bet they'd be able to make not not to uh, shit talk Hollywood. You know, Hollywood makes plenty of good movies mm-hmm. as well. But I bet they would have more creative license to make the kind of movies they want to make if they stayed in Europe. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would agree with you wholeheartedly there. Um, okay, so question from uh, DGKL. I think this would be a pretty quick one because uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, but have you seen Dust Boot, the original? Um, I have. It was a long oh, time have? ago, and it was in it was in a history class, uh, and we watched all. I think it's like four hours long. We watched all like two hours of it, and then had like a week gap, and then watched the next two hours of it. Uh, so it wasn't a perfect way to watch it. I don't remember that much about it, but I do remember thinking it was pretty awesome. Uh, okay. To be honest, and I, I think they may have adapted it into a TV series recently, which I haven't watched. But um, yeah, I, I, I can't really speak to that. It seems like one of those adaptations that's not really necessary but maybe i should watch it yeah awesome just so you all know guys we are now at the records uh, people 62 people in here um Ooh. give us a like if you if you would guys it does help um it's really good really good fun if you if you like it it makes me makes me enjoy the experience a bit more what about you Connor? makes me happy just makes yeah. me a happy man it's like a dopamine boost you know like you know how like a scroll a scrolling through your facebook feed has been shown to give you a dopamine boost well this yeah. this this gives me one, you know, and like, you know, I do enjoy it. Uh, right, okay, so a um, couple of questions here. Before I move off DJKL, though, I want to ask a question that he left on a video um, a few weeks ago, and it's, this is great, off topic, Marmite, Bovril, or none of them? <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever actually had Bovril. Marmite's yeah. okay in small doses. I'll, 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 I would eat, I will eat Marmite if, if push comes to shove um but i'm a i'm to be honest i'm quite boring i'm a i'm a, a, a butter and honey man most of the time maybe with a bit of cheese in there as well if Jeez. i'm if i'm you need to move into toaster vibe i i i made <laughs> this is this is so fucking stupid of me like and I, this is not really related to anything we're going to talk about but i'm gonna tell this story anyway listeners and you're gonna stay put while i do it um <laughs> I, I i decided when i was about 16 that I was going to make uh, like a custom sandwich. I think I got the idea of from, you know, like cheers or something. Like I really liked the idea of walking into a bar and being like the usual and someone knowing what that meant. <laughs> but because I was too young to drink, I decided I was like going to create my own sandwich and maybe try and enforce it being served in some place. And I, I so I, I, my sandwich was like butter, obviously, and then cheese, uh, chocolate sauce and sprinkles. And I think ham was in there as well. And I called it a screwdriver um, because I'd heard that being used in reference to alcohol as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's my that's my choice of sandwich filling. Uh, well, that's to me that sounds disgusting. But um, it was know, horrific. It I, was really bad. I will say one of the things in Australia that it's like a party food for kids parties is literally just a piece of white bread cut cut in half like a triangle, buttered. And dip, yep. dipped in like hundred thousand sprinkles. It's called fairy. Oh. It's called fairy bread. Fairy bread. Jesus, that is. Mm, not sure about that. It's basically just sugar on sugar on bread. Yeah, basically. it's just sugar on bread. Like we'll just have honey. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually really like marmite, uh, but I am uh, I, I prefer Vegemite because I am a true Australian to the core. But uh, basically, I, growing up, I would have had all the time something called tiger toast. And my mom would have uh, had Marmite, and then she would have cut the, the slice of cheese into, like, you know, stripes. And then I would have, like, the bl- uh, black and yellow stripes on my toast. And it was called Tiger Toast, and it was lovely. It's like your version of Toast Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Tiger Toast. Uh, instead of the pineapple, it had the cheese. Um, okay, so let me see here. Vic has asked a question for Anthony. Do you notice the colors and positions of the candles at the end? Apparently they're used in witchcraft spiritually. Vic, I've seen you comment about this before on uh, on the videos. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've kind of avoided uh, it because I don't know anything about uh, different ca- colors of candle. I know that one time when I was in New Orleans, I bought a candle of a particular color for my sister-in-law. I cannot even remember what the color meant. Um, I need to. I'll, I'll. I'll go and read your comments again and have a look into that because I think you could be onto something. Like this. This. <laughs> the, the set deck. The set decorators and the creators of this show definitely would put thought like that into it. But is, uh, is Vic suggesting that they were about like shortly uh, after the scene depicted? They're about to hold a seance where they speak to the ghost of Jonas and, and yeah, and get, get him to possess uh, the child in Hannah's stomach. No, yeah, that came after the birth. They summoned him in and uh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. It's like hereditary. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, that's 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 just fantastic. Uh, okay, so DJKL has another question. Um, 
sorry if I'm skipping you any questions, guys. I, I'm I'm sort of looking for the things that say question in all caps. And uh, there's a lot of comments here, but I'm I'm doing my best. Are you aware that Baron Boda and Yotch Freeze are not working, not just working on 1899 for Netflix, but on Till as well? I had heard that. I don't know anything about it though, to be honest with you. Uh, I just need to look into that. That's uh, I'll, I'll do, and I will do so. I will do so. Uh, MH uh, question. It's an unanswered question. What happened to Elizabeth's eye? Good question. Yeah, that I would. I were in the last episode. I, I said Elizabeth as a character. I'd like to have seen more of, and her eye is is part of that. Maybe it's um, part of uh, the Faustian bargain that Vola struck uh, that cost mm-hmm. him his own eye. Like when it as part of because as as we've established, that timeline only happened once. So when Vola's eye is restored at the end, this was done by costing Ellie her own eye through some kind of deal with the devil. Maybe. Yep. Um, or maybe she was just shot. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, I, I think it's probably like the fact that she's living in this situation she's living in. It, it means that like it's not really a plot hole that they didn't tell us. Like we we can all we can all imagine <laughs> yeah. something happened. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, like it's not it's not beyond the realms of possibility that she sustained an injury in this post-apocalyptic future full of armed militias who just shoot at you for playing Elvis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so Shelley says, please comment on the very poor slash non-maternal parenting of most of the women in Dark. Was mm. there much to say? What's there to say about that? Is How there it... a good mother in Dark? Um, Katerina. Katerina, think... probably. Well, yeah, well, we can't judge We can't judge Katerina because, you know, she lost a child and lost her husband and that led her down a dark path and cut off her other two children, who were both like 16 or 17 years old. Yeah, no, I, I think given the circumstances, Katarina did a pretty damn good job, to be honest. Like, yeah. she, she's the one that I'd be like, I suppose Charlotte's probably, the probably fact, a pretty good mother. The fact well. that they weren't homeless and they were still attending school tells, yeah. tells me all I need to know. Um, I think that, the, you know, Charlotte, yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte, you know, Charlotte's okay. Yeah, considering her marriage is falling apart, you know, she's she's doing pretty good. And actually, going back to Katarina, I'll say this. She kept Magnus away from the evil of rock and roll, which can't be said for old Katarina. You know, you look at, look at yeah. the path that, te- that, that Magnus goes down in the old world. Katarina didn't let him get into any of that. And, and he turned out a much nicer man as a result. Yeah, it's 100% true. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, parents abandoning their children in, uh, yeah. in Dark as well. We don't really even need to comment on them because they're pretty much, you know, not good. And I, someone did comment saying um, that they, they, they sort of equated Hannah abandoning a stranger Jonas as her abandoning Jonas. Um, the man was 50 years old. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what's kind of implied to us like mm. a, a sort of um in in hannah's mind that's that's probably what that probably is how she feels and why she she probably feels quite guilty yeah, about exactly, it exactly yeah but it's not the same thing it's from not, a no. from a camera character perspective like your stranger Jonas is perfectly capable of looking after himself it's not the same thing as what agnes did to tronto like you know let's be honest no no that's 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 harder what Tronto went through <laughs> yeah okay so eric says question have you told conrad about the intro hints at the ending uh, okay so i wanted to mention this someone actually um suggested we do this and i love the suggestion so much that i think the next time conrad comes on dark discussions i'm going to have all of the um the sort of scenes from the three intros uh, screenshotted and we are going okay. to go through and discuss the symbolism from the three intro uh videos so that's what that's what, what we're going to do the next time i think uh so yeah, that's cool we should do that. in two or three weeks that's what we'll do the next time conrad's on uh dark discussions okay so hopefully we'll answer your questions there and i have not told conrad about anything that could be in them uh, and I, also to be honest with you i've not really analyzed them very much myself so maybe I... yeah, the the only thing i remember from the, that stood out to me in the credit sequences was in season three you see katarina's body being dragged um across the shore of the lake um which i spotted and led me to the katarina being in the lake theory yeah fair enough peter griffin has popped in here with a uh with a comment enos carnval wasn't bad for mickle minus the sleeping pills i don't know if we could trust peter griffin's uh take on parenting I yeah that i i i think when when you have to add the caveat apart from drugging the child <laughs> the parent was fine you're yeah put it this way the the nspcc or the 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 equivalent in whichever country you're from would have words with with enos if they knew about that i think they might not take nickel away they might say he's happy otherwise but they they definitely you know give her a little take her aside and be like just stop stop giving him sleeping pills (laughs) 
He's 13. There's a lot of chat popping off right now about Gary. Uh, okay. Gary is the only kid who doesn't get abandoned. Uh, and then, no, that's uh, true. He's, yeah. He is raised in a very loving environment. <laughs> loving, yeah, very loving. And that, like, you know, there's a there's an analysis to be done there on the value of of, of nurture. In, a, in upbringing, like nature is clear from that weird hug she shared that, with the, that, <laughs> that young fa- that, that young boy. Yeah, that young boy. They've already got him going killing people. Like you know. Yeah, he's already pointing guns at, at, at politicians to get them to sign things. Like, come on, yeah, guys. Uh, Mh has an important question. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to be sort of uh, blasé about this question, but important question: How did young Jonas in 2052 shave his beard? Um, just crocodile Dundee method, just Bowie knife, just like yeah, that's fair. Or enough. or or there was a razor. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Or just use the razor. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they can they have the technology to power black hole machines, so there's probably an electric razor knocking about there <laughs> that you can like that you can you can plug into a wall. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there is electricity still about. Um, right. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, someone's working on developing new circle like sphere spherical lights, so someone's got to be you know. Uh, actually, I'm we go back to that question about there being a plot hole in dark. Those fucking torches. That's a plot hole right there. It's like, what are we? Why are these relevant, <laughs> guys? Yeah. Why? why are you giving people torches it's interesting about that actually i'd like to maybe do a bit of a, uh, analysis of that because the way that it would be okay is that if it was a if it was like a a, a causal loop bootstrap bootstrap yeah. paradox but katarina takes it to the 80s with herself yeah and then it just stays there and it, it stays there so it doesn't yeah. actually eventually get given to someone to have the loop yeah unless it does but i don't think it does so where the right. hell did that torch come from it's not. I mean, it's not. It's not really a plot hole. It's just an unexplained plot element that's a bit annoying because it's clearly given. And maybe it was one of those things where they wrote it thinking, "Oh, we're going to do something with this later," and then they just abandoned it. Which you know, fair enough. It's it's hard to write TV um, three years in advance. But it was a bit like, well, you made a big deal, or you made a, a big enough deal about this being given to Jonas that it seemed relatively important, and then it was just never mentioned again. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, and also, like, maybe that's my fault as well. Like, I when they, I was big in the bigging up the spherical torches, like as well throughout the podcast. Yeah. But uh, any anyway, so Marvin asks, um, Marvin asked this uh, back on the one of the other videos. I like this question. I wanted to get it in. Uh, what has this show taught you about the nation of Germany? Um. Oh, that's a good question. Nazis didn't exist. I've got to be careful <laughs> here because I, I I very much like Germany. I've been there several times. Um. I, what has it taught me about about the nation? It's taught me that police are largely incompetent in Germany, (laughs) for a start. Um, It's taught me that there are no cinemas. There's like literally nothing for children to do apart from cycle around and walk around the woods. Um, I don't know. I don't know how true that is for the rest of Germany, but it's certainly true. Did did we establish that it's like central Germany that Vinden is supposed to be? Uh, I have no idea. I, I think, think it's. it's uh, I think it's shot in and around Berlin. House of, although it might be Munich, actually, I'm not sure which one. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't look like Bavaria to me. But I think I could it be is. I think wrong. it is Berlin. I think. Yeah. Okay. Um, and. I well, guess... well, I mean, I mean, like the countryside way outside Berlin. I'm not talking about actually the streets of Berlin. Like. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I guess that's that's mainly it to be honest. I, I, I'd quite like to make some make some like sweeping jokes uh, or joking judgments about Germany, but to be honest, most of what it depicted was like, yeah, this, that's pretty much my experience of Germany. I will say actually that the last time I went to Germany, I was in a very very pretty kind of sound of music style. Uh, I, I guess you call it. No, it's a town. It's not a village uh, called Blomberg, and it was absolutely beautiful and picturesque. And Vinden was a lot less pretty uh, than than uh, than the place I visited. So, it's nice to know that there are sort of like grey, relatively plain parts of Germany as well, because the bits of it I've seen are stunning. Yeah, like the thing I learned about Germany was probably one: people in Germany have a lot of the same influences from the past as we do. Uh, yeah, and two is. Um, is is how similar it seems that the weather is to uh ireland because it is uh very rainy uh in germany apparently so yeah unless they just really lent into that for the show but that's what i learned from from the show anyway hmm. uh annie Marl has a question yep now this is i don't know if you realize this conrad but this cuts deep oh, why dear. is a room key why is a why is a room key missing at the hotel reception before the stranger checks in um there's a room key missing Am I allowed to know which room it's for? 
Uh, I don't actually know if that's important, but there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a room key missing from the board. Apparently, she hasn't had customers in however long. In my in my opinion, I can just jump in straight away with a, with a nothing answer. I, I think that maybe maybe she just was cleaning that room. <laughs> but but does she she doesn't say she has no customers, right? She just says like business has been really bad so it's possible there's like a person staying in the hotel yeah i don't know if it, that'd be my assumption i don't know if it explicitly says um no person i mean let's go <laughs> let's 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 go crazy here let's say uh noah is in that room <laughs> like, yeah, yeah you know we don't ever see where he sleeps so oh, Noah's just hanging even out. even more crazy origin hg townhouse is there the whole time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's just yeah he's in there he's he's like he doesn't like you know you know that feeling you get when you really you do something really bad like you you don't get it so much when you're an adult but when you're like a kid and you like break a vase or something and there's like like five minutes afterwards where you're like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh no what am i gonna do <laughs> that's what a origin hg townhouse is doing in that room he's just like panicking like ah oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> if i don't move maybe it'll fix itself and as it turns out he was right he yeah, just needed yeah. to wait 33 years yeah he was exactly right but uh i think um you know uh, maybe someone checked out that morning and like she was cleaning the room and yeah. they had they hadn't got the key back up yet something like that um all right okay so let me see any other cool questions we are going to go uh in a minute guys uh we're probably going to be <laughs> I've, I've just thought of another answer for that to, yeah. not to interrupt you what what year was burnt murdered uh 87 uh so okay so maybe his ghost haunts that room and like uh, and he's there's been an apparition <laughs> yeah. and ring is like ah Gonna have to clear out the ghost again. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, actually, I like that one the best. Um, you know, Origin HG Towers. That that was that was a bit silly, but uh, I yeah, think Burns Ghost. Burns Ghost is. Uh, I'm buying into that now. Yeah, nice. Okay, so let me see. Um, there's so many questions from from the previous videos that we put up. I'm finding it hard to choose. It just means we have a whole load of stuff for the future. That's all. That's how I view it. Yeah, um, we have very very intelligent listeners and viewers who yeah. ask good questions. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to ask one here from Frackentoast to Lover because Frackentoast Lover is a common commenter in our videos all the time, yeah. always giving all load of great great insights. So I'm going to try and find one that I can ask you. Um, okay, so this is a good one. How many uh, of Adam's followers knew what his true plan was, i.e., total annihilation? How many do you think actually knew that? I think, I think Agnes. I think the people he kept close to him for a long time knew. So mm. I think Charlotte, Ellie, Agnes, Celia, Magnus, and Francisca. I think they all knew. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe not Celia, but I, but probably, probably, I probably, probably everyone at the end who was with him in the future and then went back in time. Yeah, like they all had that look in that that kind of fatalistic expression on their faces where they were sort of like, "Well, the world's going to end, but what are you going to do?" Whereas, <laughs> like, you can. You, you can see the sort of bright-eyed and bushy-tailed enthusiasm in the likes of Jonas and Marta. We're like, I'm off to change time and fix yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. And then they go off and get obliterated in time portals or whatever it is that happens to Marta. But then you look at the people he's kept close to him and they're all very dour and kind of accepting of the of the eternal blackness that awaits them all. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's strange how easy they, they get roped into this. Uh, it's, yeah. it's It is nuts. Ma Magnus looks like maybe he's had enough of like his relationship with Francisca at that point. Like he's sort of welcoming of the void, or maybe Francisca's had enough of him. They both look fairly loveless at that point, to be mm -hmm. honest. Yeah, definitely. Right, guys, before we go, I just want to say, uh, just to get you excited, go over to Baron Odor's Instagram. He's he's put up some uh, music that has been made. I think Ben Frost, who did the music for Dark, is doing the music for 1899 again. So there's been some music put up on his Instagram, which has sort of got me really excited for the show. It really sounds like a like a like a like a ship's horn. Uh, oh, nice, uh, you know, um, it's it's really cool. Um, so there we go, guys. So that is Conrad on Dark Discussions. Um, he now we will you know every time Conrad's back on Dark Discussions, feel free to just ask him random stuff from the show. If he if he, if he hasn't touched on something that you want him to before, then that, you can do that as well. As I say, next time he's on, we'll probably be going through the uh, opening credits. Um, of all three uh, seasons, just to sort of have a look if there's anything we didn't spot. I think there is one or two things that uh, in in the opening credits that I know of that didn't actually appear in the uh, in the show, like a, like a deleted scene or something, or just the symbolism they're oh, trying okay. to get in. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, so that'll be in a couple of weeks, guys. Uh, next week, not 100% sure what I'm doing, but I'll let you know. Um, 
yeah, so there you go. Thanks very much for joining us. Uh, subscribe to The Culture Cave if you haven't already. Make sure you are subscribing on audio apps if that's the way you prefer to listen to it. I am putting it on audio apps. I did say before that I'm going to stop. Some people have said that they would like it. It's no skin off my nose, so if you want to watch it, I'll keep putting it up. Sorry, Brett. Yeah, Brandon is letting me uh, reminding me. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. You're smash that. that like button. Smash that like Wait, button. You smash the bell, I think. I don't know how it works. Like with, You have to smash one of them and hit the other one. And it's important you get those pressures right, otherwise YouTube explodes. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Vic says, just to give Vic the last word here, because he did get up so early in South Korea. Yeah. He says, I'm jacked up on three cups of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you've just you've just woken up, Vic. Settle down. By noon, you'll have had ten. You just settle yourself down. <laughs> Right, okay. The man after my own heart right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, guys, thanks very much for watching. Uh, we will. I'll be back next week. Uh, Conrad and I will be back on Thursday for our um, movie diary episode of our best movie podcast ever. If you haven't checked out the best movie podcast ever, give it a go. It is, in fact, the best movie podcast ever. Yeah, it's, it's the best. I mean, the, t- the clue's in the name. The clue's in the name. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks very much, and we'll see you as well for After Dark. Um, Conrad's Theory Matrix. Oh, oh it's gonna, that is coming down to the wire, so be sure to tune in to see whether I am categorically super smart or an idiot, depending on what my score ends up being. Oh, cannot wait. Right, guys, see you later. Goodbye. Goodbye.